Hello there and welcome to Music and Film Saves the World podcast. My name is Chris Rice and you're tuning in to the second part of our Blur versus Oasis um, discussion, album rankings, and today it's the second part, Oasis. So Gaz and I got together just about a year ago and went through our favourite Oasis albums. Recorded it at the same time as the Blur one. That was available a couple of weeks ago. You've still got time to listen to that. That's always going to be available. But for now, we're going to concentrate on the Oasis ranking on Music and Film Saves the World podcast. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. And I- right then, so let's begin with our Oasis countdown. So, um, Oasis... Uh, I mean, I'm probably after the Beatles, my second favourite band. Um, I absolutely love Oasis. Um, I was once—I was so late to the Britpop party. I was—I I was really late I with re- Oasis. I remember. Yeah, I remember. I remember. So I actually only got—I'd heard the singles, and I thought, yeah, they're fine. Even Live Forever, which I think is a brilliant. Song. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're fine. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if you know as i said we've said before i preferred blur but once again i wasn't really into blur till that christmas of 94 and that was around the time when i heard whatever and yeah. that changed my mind i was suddenly i loved whatever and i bought the single i, I think it was maybe between christmas and new year or something like that um I um, I went into London with my parents. I don't know why, and I've got a feeling it was between Christmas and New Year. I think we went to a musical or something. We had a day out in London, and uh, we went to the big HMV in London, yeah. and I bought yeah. whatever CD single. I'm sure that's where I got it. Yeah. Um, I might be wrong there, um, but um, and I, half the world away, and it's good to be freeze on that and slide away. Is, is was was on that as well because obviously yeah. I didn't have definitely so I didn't, no. and I loved all of those songs. Yeah. So why I it was a few months after that, but at some point early '95, I bought definitely maybe. Yeah. Um, and even then I loved it, but even then I was still blur. Mm-hmm. But I did swap. It did switch mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. I was slightly disappointed with the Great Escape at the time. And then I heard Morning Glory, and for me, it was just like the Beatles had been brought back. (laughs) (laughs) The anthology had come out around, and the Beatles anthology was out, started to be talked about. It came out in like December, so it was, it was, I was all in then. I was all in, and Uh, I remember listening. I mean, we'll talk obviously talk about Morning Glory, but I listened to Morning Glory I think three times that night, three or four times. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What was your, you probably were a bit earlier to Oasis than me. Uh, I was, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I think it was, um, what would it have been, sort of March, April, nineteen ninety four. Because um, I was, I was was a hardcore watcher of the Word, a late night program on Channel Four. Yeah. Every, every Friday night, I got into so many bands through the Word. Yeah. The first time, first time I heard Nirvana was on the Word. I remember going out the, the following day. Um, getting my paper and money on the Saturday, and I, and I went to the record shop in Ely and bought Nevermind. Yeah. Um, so it, it was it was massively influential on my, my music taste, and I I remember seeing what what was what turned out to be Oasis's first TV appearance, and they did Supersonic, and I loved it. You know, but I, I remember asking people at school, "Have you heard of this band called Oasis?" And no one no one has, and um. 
and then I, I there were some other people I sort of knew through playing like guitar and stuff and then they actually were going to see Oasis um, uh, in Cambridge at this little tiny little venue called the Boat Race. Right. And they asked if I wanted to go. And um, for whatever reason, I couldn't go. And boy, I wish I had. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had. Um, and uh, I don't remember Shaker Maker coming out, but I remember Live Forever coming out and I was, I was fully in. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I I couldn't afford the album initially. I, uh, a friend of mine did me a copy of it on tape, and I I played that that, that copy literally to death. Yeah, I, I was absolutely obsessed. They immediately became my favourite band, and yeah. uh, I was reading every interview, um, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. every piece on the telly. Just you know, I I became absolutely obsessed, and, yeah. and like I said, but by the time whatever came out. That was, I was just so fully in to that Oasis yeah, hole yeah. that yeah. nothing nothing came close for so many years. No, so no, many years. So and, many and years. They were so, they were, and that, that, that three or that sort of three year period from 94 to 97, yeah. even though they didn't release an album in 96, there was so much because they did so many B sides. Yeah. They were so yeah. prolific. Yeah. You that could, they, they were just, you could just play stuff all the time from them mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. not, not have to play the same old thing all the nope. time. No, you know, that was the thing. You know, it was, it, it, was, it was, it was that incredible thing that, you know, not even half the time, most of the time, the B sides were better than the A side. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and some of I, I know Noel's. I know Noel's talked about it, but some of me thinks, you know, oh, so so wish they'd held back a few of those B sides and released yeah. an album in '96. Well, he said he said that he's like, you know, um, you know, he should have. He, he's like, I wish I'd held back the master plan and acquiesce. Acquiesce should have been on the yeah. album. Master plan yeah. would have would, would have been on. Be here now. Things like this. Round yeah. our way would yeah. have been on. Yeah. Be here now. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. But the consistency anyway, was unbelievable. No, they were. They were so. What we're going to do then, just like we did with Blur, we're going to, there's eight albums. We're including the Master Plan B-Sides album for this. Um, we're not including hits albums or live albums, but we are including the Master Plan hits album because it plays like a proper album. Mm -hmm. The songs on there only as the B-Sides. They weren't yeah. on any other album like hits albums yeah. would be. So, um, Gareth, let's start again with your number eight. Okay, my number eight will be uh, Dig Out Your Soul. So, my number eight is standing on the shoulder of giants okay so what's your number seven uh my number seven choice is don't believe the truth so my <laughs> number seven this, <laughs> i've got this, this weighs a ton by the way right dig out your soul oh my god look at that that's amazing <laughs> original box set wow with the book Vinyl, beautiful. Wow! So you've got remixes, and then it's got uh, three, uh, one CD which is not in there because I've got it in a separate box because it's right. it's difficult to get. Otherwise, I've got to get this is in another box, by the way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got the you've got the sort of remixes with a couple of other songs on it and a DVD, and it goes in this big box. I might edit mm. this bit out because obviously it's very visual. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and wow. it goes to become so basically I've got the dig out your salt C D in a little in a just a just a 
random box. Mm. Spare box. It's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, also, you have to play the, play the LPs at 45. Nice. And my record player is one of those where you have to take off the platter. Oh, and, oh well, <laughs> Problem is, when you spend a lot of money on a record player, yeah, I it know. has less stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the really expensive ones are, are so inconvenient. <laughs> I've got a couple of albums that are at 45. And records at 45 and it really annoys me when it is because i hardly play them because i don't yeah. like doing that too often yeah yeah yeah, yeah. anyway solves my number seven so it was your number my number eight so both of us have got it as one of the mm. and this is one that i did have to listen to i listened to it again yeah and yeah. um for me and why and we'll talk about saying the shoulder of giants later. And I, I, I had a feeling you from our WhatsApp conversation, I had a feeling you wouldn't put Sam the Shoulder Giants at the bottom. But yeah. for me, first is it seven tracks yeah. from um the first track up to falling down is absolutely mm-hmm. cracking. And up there mm-hmm. with some of the best of stuff. Mm-hmm. After the last four tracks really, really fall down. Oh, yeah, massively. Really yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's probably one of the worst closing tracks on any yeah. Oasis album. It's yep. boring. Yeah, it um, is. is. And, um, but the first six, six, seven tracks of this album, I, I mean, Falling Down, I absolutely love. I think it's one of their best. Yeah. Late. Um, yeah, it's a great It's very psychedelic. It's very yeah. psychedelic. Um, I like I liked it when Oasis had a few different songwriters because I think mm. it did sort of mix it up a little bit. But even though the Noel songs on this are still much better, on yeah, this, especially are. on this album. They are. Yeah, they um, are. They are. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Shock of the Lightning wasn't a massive fan of it when it first came out but now i love it when i hear it now yeah. it sounds so good that the, yeah. the drum solo yeah, yeah, in the middle. yeah yeah um i'm out of time is a blueprint for a lot of liam solo stuff <laughs> yeah it is yeah he's, he's kind of written that again quite a few times in his yeah, yeah. career yeah. which is was the other single falling down as i say i think is an absolutely cracking single a really mm. good song um, but it, the, the opening three tracks um mm. And annoyingly, this hasn't got the track listing on. The opening uh, three tracks. Bag it um, up, The Turning, Waiting for the Rapture. I love all three of those songs. Mm. Real great. Great. Yeah, strong. Album. And I think the old first seven tracks of that album is really strong. Mm. Um, what's interesting is on the vinyl. Mm. Is so the vinyl's got three extra tracks on it. Okay. So, so after Soldier On... Yeah. We have uh, Lord Don't Slow Me Down. Great song. Which is cool. mm. I Believe in All and Boy yeah. with the Blues. Yeah. Two Liam songs. Yeah, they These are. These two Liam songs better than mm-hmm. a couple of the Liam songs on the actual album. Yeah, they and are. So on, they on are. My, on, I listen to it on my iPod and yeah. I've got these last three tracks as the ending of the album. Nice. And it makes it better. Better. Yeah, no, it's true. Enough of that album. Um, is great. The second half, or the last four or five tracks, it last four off. tracks, I think, tracks, really yeah. tails off, but tails off quite drastically. Um, mm. What's your What's your thoughts on, on that album? Well, it's a funny one, really. It's um, yeah, I mean, like you said, it starts off so strong. You said the first seven. 
I'd say the first um, the first four are up there with. I mean, you know, I mean, every Oasis album is incredibly consistent. And again, you know, there is there is not a bad Oasis album as far no, as I'm no. concerned. Uh, and I think but, some of the later ones are are underrated, actually. Yeah, no, massively, massively, because you know they're almost yeah. is they're they're almost forgotten about. Yeah, I think some, yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, the, it's, it, but this album starts off so strong. Actually, the shock of the lightning is, I think, one of their best ever singles. I think it's wonderful. It's it so kind of you know, it's like the Who. It comes roaring out of the traps. I love that yeah. intro. Big yeah. guitar, and you said about it, the drum solo in the middle. It's so Keith Moon. It's so like early seventies The Who. Yeah, and it's, I think it's it's so so good. I'm not a fan of I'm Out of Time. I think it's very boring. Um, falling yeah. down though, yeah. falling down though, which turned out to be their final single. It was their last ever yeah. single, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the exception of falling down and those first four tracks, I think the quality isn't great. And sometimes I do think that you know the net, you know, if there had been another Oasis album. What would it have been like? Obviously, I think I think obviously I think a lot of those songs are on the first Noel Gallagher solo album. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I'm not I'm not a fan of really of his first solo album. I think it's a bit boring. All right. I love okay. I, I love the second and third. I think you know, yeah. uh, Chasing Yesterday is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And Who Built the Moon yeah. for absolutely fantastic. But yeah, I, I just think the quality on this album is so up and down. Yeah. But. Like, you know, like you said, it, you know, the first, for me, the first four tracks are great. They're, you know, really, really good Noel Gallagher songs. But to yeah. be honest, I think even Noel said by this point in Oasis's career, he was going in and writing, you know, he knew that the first couple of singles were going to be strong, you know, yeah. good kind of classic Oasis songs. And I just think he just kind of, I don't know, just, just hodgepodge the rest of it together. I, th- I, I think this album does feel a little bit like, Noel going, I've got to make another Oasis album. Yeah, completely. Whereas completely. Don't Believe the Truth doesn't feel like that. It feels like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we've been a bit revitalised, we've got a new line-up, um, we all write songs, mm-hmm. which was obviously done a little bit in Heath and Chemistry, but especially Don't Believe the Truth. But this one, yes. it's yeah. almost he almost has taken control a bit more of it again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's a little bit it does feel, but I mean, everything, you know, it does flow like an album, you know, all the yeah, songs no, yeah, flow in and out of each other, you know, it's very, all, all the songs are all very joined on, which a lot of Oasis albums yeah. are like that, but this one yeah. especially, quite psychedelic. Yeah. Um, I think a couple of the tracks especially sound a bit like BDI. <laughs> yeah. <massively>. <laughs> Even <laughs> a couple of Knowles ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, um, um, the, one thing I would say about this album that I do like, I love the production on it. The production is amazing. Yeah, no, it sounds yeah. good. It's one of the better sounding Oasis albums, yeah. actually. Yeah. They're actually, their Naughties albums didn't, all of the Naughties albums sound all right, to be honest. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was my number seven. And mm-hmm. your number seven was? Uh, my number seven was Don't Believe the Truth. Okay. So what's, my number seven was Dig Out Your Soul. Yeah. Uh, what was your number six? My number six is Standing on the Shoulder of Giants. Wow. Okay. So my number six is Be Here Now. So okay. So we'll go back to Standing on the Shoulder of Giants. It's the only one I haven't got on vinyl. I've got all on CD. It's the only one I haven't got on vinyl at the moment. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. take but just yeah. happened. Um, I was really disappointed when this came out. I was really? so disappointed with this album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I was never, I, I prefer it now, but I was a never, and, and I'm, I think I'm wrong in the consensus because the consensus are that they love this single, but I was never a massive fan of Go Let It Out. I really? It ploddy. Um, that's, uh, I, I quite like the, it was slightly, sounded slightly different a little bit. Um, I, and I, I never felt, I never felt Who Feels Love and Sunday Morning Call as very good single choices either. Um, mm. And I, I find this a very inconsistent album. Um, the only songs I, I think I really like on it, um, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is, actually, I prefer now than I used to. I love Gas Panic. And I mm. like where did it all go wrong? And I do like go let it out now. Yeah. All the others, I think I could see a liar is like Noel's written in it is in his sleep. I think roll it over. If it wasn't for Soldier on, I think roll it over would be the worst closing Oasis track. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, um, it's a great first track. Um, mm-hmm. but that sort of intro really gets into it, and then you're ready for Liam to start singing and go let it yeah. out. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's okay. Little James, Liam's first go is all right. It's awful. It's awful. The actual intro is a really nice intro. And you hear the piano and you think, oh, okay. This, yeah, is, this might yeah, be all right. Yeah, yeah. But it's when the you lyrics. Hear, it's the lyrics. Oh. Riding oh. Um, toys and noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something with your toys, even though they make. Um, oh, I know. I had, I had to have a. I had. I didn't. I didn't have get time to listen to this, but I did have a flick through mm. and I was like comparing it to dig out your soul. And for me, this is, this is the last, I mean, this is basically, it was just three of them, wasn't it for this album? Really? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It yeah. Re-recorded and stuff that had already been recorded. Yeah. So, um, mm. yeah, it's all right. I, I, I enjoy it. No, I enjoy all the Oasis albums. So yeah. I'm, I'm sounding, I think I'm sounding more down than I actually am. I do like yeah. it, but for me, yeah the one i will visit revisit the least wow okay okay so right. you had it at number six i did have it at number six see i i was so i was because it had been three years since um be here now since the the, the previous album um and i i was properly looking forward to this album i oh, was re- i was yeah. really really looking forward to it um, especially when they said that you know a boneheaded Gwigs were no longer in the bands, yeah. and and they'd replaced them with Andy Bell from Ride, and I yeah. I was a massive Ride fan, and the fact yeah. they got they got Gem Archer in from Heavy yeah. Stereo, yeah. and yeah. you know I was a big Heavy Stereo fan, and I was yeah. so I was like right, this, this is a lineup, this is good man, yeah. because yeah. I was like, right because I knew that Andy Bell and Gem had already they, they were the chief songwriters in their respective previous bands. So I was like, right, this is this is almost like a Britpop supergroup now. This is hey, wonderful. Hey, hey. And then I heard Go Let It Out and I was like, this is fantastic. The but when the bass comes in at the start, it's so McCartney. Oh no, it's you know, it's a yeah. wonderful McCartney McCartney S bass line, it's brilliant. But and this yeah. album had been this album had been made before Gem and Andy Bell joined, hadn't it? Uh yeah, yeah, no played no played all the bass on it. Um, I know right. that, and it was it was a different producer. Owen, Owen Morris wasn't doing it anymore. It was Mar- uh, Mark Stent. Um, yeah. Uh, so it, it was a, a very different sounding Oasis. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. I, sounds I, I, better. I, uh, oh yeah, no, definitely. Production, production sounds better. Great on yeah. it. 
you know, I love the opening instrumental. That's fantastic. Go let it out. I really like Who Feels Love. It's very psych. It's very Beatlesy, yeah. obviously. Yeah, but yeah. You know, I, mean, I, 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 like I really enjoyed it when it came out as a single. Because yeah. uh, um, they released two singles before the album came out, hadn't they, I think? Yeah. I think so. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is is a great hard rock song. Uh, yeah, then it was, yeah, Little James. Just, oh, oh, <laughs> even now, I can't listen to it. I always skip. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> then but then after that, track six is Gas Panic. And I, it one of the best yeah. old songs ever, I think. It's wonderful, that song. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Why they really? also released as a single, I'll never know. Yeah, I know, right? Even an edited, I know it's like a six and a half minute song. Yeah. They could just edit it down. And, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the live version of Gas Panic on the um, the live album that came out after this yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. Familiar, familiar, yeah. Really good live version. Uh, where did it all go wrong? Um, that should have been that should have been the third single ahead of Sun- Sunday Morning Call. Is isn't very good at all. It's not. It's really. Well, the, I never the understood. Bit of the problem what, with this album, the little bit of problem with this album is a little. People were fed up about. There was a certain contingent of people fed up with Oasis, and this fueled a little bit the fire of why some people were fed up with them. They used to call some people used to call them Quo Oasis because it sounded yeah. all the songs sounded so. I don't. But also, some people used to think that some of their late '90s, early '90s stuff was a bit ploddy or one-paced, and Go let it out. Who feels love? Sunday morning call. Roll it over. All that very ploddy one pace. Mm. Now I don't necessarily agree with that, no, but I could sometimes no, see, with, especially with this album, I could see where they're coming from. Sorry, I interrupted you, but no, I agree. Right. Sunday morning call. It's all right. It goes on for a bit too long. It's a minute yeah. too long. Um, yeah. Summer wasted songs can be a bit too long, yeah, but um, yeah. but but for you know for me. Um, I think the album picks up again. I, I really like "I Can See a Liar." I know it's yeah. a bit. I know it's about Oasis by Numbers. There's a there's a really good live version of them doing that on the David Letterman show, right? In America, um, really good version of that. Check that out on YouTube. Uh, but but I love "Roll It Over." I think it's a fantastic closing song for the album. <laughs> it's really really good song. You know, um, it's it's a little. You know, for me, it, it's a bit up and down this album, but. The high points of this album are so good. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's got more higher points than Dig Out Your Soul. Right. And, and, don't, believe you, and don't Believe the Truth. You know, I, 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 I genuinely do think it's, I think it's the most underrated Oasis album. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I know. I think I, I might have to have another listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> to, but I have listened to it lots of times. But yeah. Okay, so. but, it, but but again, sorry. One final thing with this album. Yeah. But you could. I mean, you could say it's about every Oasis album. Some of the B sides of the singles on this album w- were really good, and I think if they'd been on the album, yeah, was yeah. it like let's all make believe as That's long as they have cigarettes song. in hell? Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, let's the all album. make believe in Japan. Let's all make yeah. believe was yeah. track eleven. Last yeah. track they actually put yeah. it on the album, and you sometimes think, Oh, they're gonna put that one on there. They should have um, done, they should have done, yeah. But yeah, um, so, yeah, so yeah, no, no, I um, I'll have to have another listen to it. So mm. that was your number six, uh, it was. um, so my number six was, as I said. Now, this is really hard. I find this so hard. These move around like anything. Oh. I've got to be here now. So, what's your number five? 
<laughs> right. My number five is uh, What's the Story Morning Glory? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. My, yeah. Number, my number five is Don't Believe the Truth. Now, this right. is where I really struggle. It's midpoint because I had yeah. this higher, lower. Um, and the reason why this one. Uh, I had a flick through this and be here now. And the reason why this is one higher for me than be here now yeah. is I think it's a good, probably the best example, like you were saying, of Andy Bell, Gem Archer, Liam and yeah. Noel, all yeah, writing all... songs. Yeah, They're not yeah. all, it's not front loaded with Noel. It's all mixed mm. up. Uh, agree it's, with quite that. A, it's a good variety. It's a good variety of songs as well. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably one of their most sort of eclectic albums in terms of different sounds, different types of songs. Yeah. Um, I think the three singles are great off this real three really strong singles. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, mm. probably their three, uh, well, I say even chemistry has got some good singles, but definitely, you know, stronger than Sally or the shoulder of giants, for example, the three singles mm. on these. Mm. Yeah. I love Boys have been idle. Both of them went to number one. This was almost like a little bit of, they had a bit of a resurgence. They, they did, massively. Heathen chemistry in this one. Yeah. They were sort of like, it was like, yeah, they were back, you know, I don't think they were ever going to reach the heights of the 90s, which always happens anyway, yeah. but the band has yeah. its peak. But they, was, they were there consistently, good selling albums. The album sold well. Mm. Their, their, their concerts were doing well. They were... You know, every two or three years would release an album. They had it, got it quite in throughout the noughties, quite sort of felt it felt like Oasis were more together than they'd ever been around this period of time. Yes, yes, I completely agree with that. Less likely to, I mean, obviously it all changed after 2008, but less likely to split up at any point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and and some of the, um, you know, some of the other songs, like Part of the Queue, Guess God Thinks I'm Able, mm. uh, A Bell Ring. Um, I think they're all 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 good, solid tracks. Um, it's a shame that the B-side Mucky Fingers didn't find a, find a uh, place mm. on here. Cause I mm. quite... Yeah, that's good. that is a good song. Um, um, but yeah, Don't Believe the Truth. I mean, that and Be Here Now, for me, are very close together. Mm. Uh, it's very close, but you had this quite low, uh, didn't you? Uh, number seven. Number, number seven. seven. So yeah, yeah. Your issues, well, not your issues, but what do you like and don't like about Don't Believe the Truth? Um, I mean, it is, it, you know, like, like you said, you know, the three singles are great. Let There Be Love is one of my, yeah, you know, I love. Is, is, you know, it's it's wonderful. I, I love the fact that it's and the, the last song. And the great closing track. Yeah, great yeah. closing track. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, I think Lila it is good. It is good. It's you know, I think it was it was one of the songs that really translated live. I think better than the, the studio yeah, version. Yeah, no, um, good yeah, yeah. But but you know. Uh, I, I like the fact it starts with an Andy Bell song. Turn up the sun is yeah. it's brilliant. That's a yeah, brilliant yeah. way to start the album. Yeah. Uh, well, it mixes up it mixes up it all the songwriters' songs much better than yeah, than dig out your yeah. shoulders. Yeah, the the importance of being idle is as much as at the time it was so overplayed because well, it was yeah. it was Radio One and Radio Two and yeah. you know Virgin as it was at the time. Yeah, it was yeah. just blanket radio coverage, yeah, you know. But, 
good video though really you know yeah, yeah. really good video yeah. and um it is i mean you know it's it's obviously very beatlesy um but it's just a good yeah. it seemed like with this album that they were having fun they were actually having fun being oasis you know yeah, I, yeah. I love i love the fact that they brought back the original logo for the for the artwork yeah, yeah, yeah you're right that. yeah yeah I'd see my problem with it is it's very, I don't know. I don't, I don't think the high points are, are anywhere near as high for me personally, as they are for standing on the shoulder of giants. I don't know if it, I mean, this album was what 2005. I think I was much less invested in Oasis by 2005. You know, the last two albums, um, that's, probably ref- why they're the bottom two in my list yeah you know yeah um you know i was you know i was still kind of i didn't buy this album when it first came out um you know dig out the truth i didn't buy for i think i i got it in the christmas sales actually that year oh, I actually, right. dig I, out I, yeah, straight away. Wow, I, no wow. no i didn't at all no um but i mean with this album it, it is good it is quite a consistent album throughout but I just don't think the high points are anywhere near as high as the albums that are on this list for me personally, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, no, I see, I see your point. And, and there's a lot of tracks on it that are sort of good songs, not great yeah. songs. The album tracks, yeah, that's, you know, that's the thing. That's uh, the, al- the album tracks on it, you wouldn't necessarily, if they released a fourth single, you'd yeah. be a bit pushed to know which one it would be. Yeah. Yeah. That, what, 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 which song do you think it should be? If there was a, a third single, you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Probably turn up the sun, maybe. Maybe. Or the, or the meaning of soul, because it's quite short. But, Very yeah. difficult. I mean, the three singles are really stand apart as being these are the three singles. Oh, massive. And massive. they've they're sort of spread across the album quite yeah. nicely. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, and I agree with this. I, I actually went to see them live twice um, at this point. Oh, really? With, nice. with the, yeah, so I saw them at Milton Keynes. Mm. and i saw them at the um v festival okay nice so um yeah but no i i i played this album a lot actually when it came out um Mm. so that's and as i say that and be here now for me is so close i mean as i say i'd probably i could a bit like some of the blur rankings i could change it it could change quite easily yeah um with that yeah. Um, so that was my number five. You said your number five was Morning Glory. Correct. <laughs> yes. Your number four is? My number four is Heathen Chemistry. My number four, now this is the other, is The Master Plan. The Master Plan. So, we're, we're, actually, we are differing much more than I thought we were going yeah. to. Yeah. Your number yeah. three, I don't think we've got one to chat about yet. So what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Be Here Now. Okay. So that was my number six. Now, yep. this could probably end up at number three one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, <I> probably, <laughs> and the hype around this album, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen anything like it. And I nope. know that. No, about, we never will again. We never will again. No. And up to, I think, since, uh, was it uh, up since Adele released 25 a few years ago? Yep. This was the fastest selling album of all time. Yeah. I think yep. Adele beat it. 
but this did come out on a Thursday. Thursday so if this yeah. came out on Monday, they used to come out on Monday, or they yeah. come out on Friday now, but it did come out on a Monday. I would imagine it probably nothing. still would be the record. Yeah, but... nothing, nothing would beat it. But apparently, it was all. It, it also holds that dubious um, record of being um, one of the most returned albums of all time. One of the one of the, one of the albums that you find most in charity shops. Yeah, well, if you went to a charity shop or a second-hand yeah. record shop, because yeah. um, you used to have the record shops and CDs, there yeah. used to be quite a few copies of Be Here yeah, Now on CD. Always, always, always. Yeah. Um, but I can remember people, even when it first came out, people still loving it. Yeah. It weren't like yep. uh, it weren't like an instant. Um, yep. Oh, this is not as good. At first, yep. people were like, yep. "No, this is this yeah. is brilliant." Yeah. It yeah. wasn't. And when I first heard it, I was well up. I was well into it. I was yeah, like, I, lo- yeah. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yep, yep, yep. And and I still have a soft spot for it. I love that it's so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. you know what we said about Blur's The Great Escape being. Blur in excess. This is Oasis in oh, excess. God, There's no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, is um, no, you know, and also no... how are we talking about kitchen sink at the production of this? <laughs> yes, yes, everything. It is it's ridiculous. And my big mouth, I because I, I I always forget how loud that yeah. song is. Yeah, so it's so album, loud. You know, yeah. uh, you know, my big mouth would put some heavy metal bands. Yep. It's a shame. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. It would. It's so loud. I, and so I, was, heavy. I was flicking through the tracks to my iPod, and that was the only one I had to slightly turn down. <laughs> I was listening to it on my iPod. It was the only one I had to slightly turn down, honestly. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, wow, they, I always forget how loud that, that, that sounds. That intro to the song, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, do you know, oh, it's got, do you know what I mean was a great first single? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. And. Yeah. Yep. It's and I've always liked "Stand by Me." All around the world, I think is 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 one of the longest ever singles in terms of length that went to number yep. one. It's yeah, amazing. No, it all around the world went to number. One. I know, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Um, and it's surprisingly they didn't release a fourth single off this. But I think by the time all around the world had come out, this this had, everyone was getting a bit fed up of Oasis, wasn't it? Yep. It felt like felt like '98. There was a very there was a a change massive change yeah um towards yeah. people got i mean some, some of it was through the press but i could i could remember it around university as well people who were well into oasis were suddenly not anymore yeah 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 and yeah, it always yeah, baffles yeah. me when people change their minds so, um, because yeah. i always think if you love a band you love them through thick and thin yeah well yeah, yeah. um yes some of their albums sometimes some of their albums may not be so good as others Mm. Well, that's 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 what it is. But the amount, the change in people's thoughts of Oasis, it was overnight. around ninety. Like yeah, I think um, I think it's because the Britpop scene did crash a bit in '98. Um, yeah. I think Urban Hymns by The Verve and OK Computer by Radiohead. Yeah. I think people was was expecting this is what Oasis should that's what Oasis yeah. should be doing yeah. Urban Hymns yeah. but they didn't they went the other way yeah. I think they were expecting a more acoustic Oasis in, in the third album but it didn't yeah. it went the other way yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah and I think the general um and it's not it wasn't necessarily that but I think that the general feeling of the country after Princess Diana died yeah that's what I was going to say whether you went for it or not didn't help it really 
the music scene really affected the music scene. An album like Urban an Urban Hymns and OK Computer reflected people's thinking more yeah. than this did. Which Usually. was only released about a few weeks before she died. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. She died in September, if I remember. This mm-hmm. was, it even has the release date on it, August the 21st. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once again, it's a lavish it's a lavish packaging. Yeah, yeah. All that type of thing. Covers mm. a very Beatlesque type yeah. cover uh, with just random stuff in it. There's some great tracks on it. I, I, and I, it's some tracks I really like. You know, underrated tracks. I like The Girl in the Dirty Shirt. I like mm-hmm. It's Getting Better Man. Yeah, It's Getting um, Better Man, definitely, yeah. Uh, some of the songs are just a bit too long, but I do enjoy it. And as I say, it does fluctuate on my up and down mm-hmm. quite drastically. Be yeah, be here now. What do you think? I mean, it, it almost seems like since 1997, I've been a staunch be here now defender. I've flown that flag <laughs> high. Me too. A, Don't worry. I, me too. I, I know I've, I've number six. I've 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 had so many intense late night conversations over the years in pubs, uh, parties, you know, talking about the merits of this album. I genuinely think this album was it was it was doomed from the start. Whatever Oasis released, it wasn't going because like what I think it was right. The press and everyone were caught so off guard with Morning Glory. I remember. Yeah. Q, right, giving morning the Morning Glory album two out of five. And it didn't get... Yeah, they did. It did not get the amazing reviews across the board. Everyone thought that they'd blown it, right? And, and the success of that album had caught the press so off guard that when this album came out, it was blanket, five stars, ten out of ten, the greatest album ever, you know, and all of this, you know. And I just think it was, it was kind of overkill they, they were kind of the big they were one of the biggest bands in the world at the time it was you know the songs were omnipresent people were sick of oasis because to be honest even when this album came out morning glory was still selling an incredible amount of copies yeah. it was still in the charts wonderwall was still everywhere don't look back in anger was still everywhere and i, I just think it was they should have waited another year or they should well, oasis i mean Noel yeah. said it they should have gone away for a year um yeah. I think that, you know, Noel's also said, you know, that the way they seem to do it is like the, the, the band was on the verge of splitting at the time. And rather than going away for a year, they all went back into the studio. Yeah. And, and like, you know, everything was cranked up to insane volumes. You know, there's like layers of like, you know, my big mouth has got like a hundred guitar overlays. It's just something, it's just, it was, it was excess, absolute excess. But, well, there was two, it was fame, fortune, drugs, and alcohol involved. I think probably more than any of (laughs) them. Oh, massively, massively. And it was, but, you know, for, for me, you know, you should always judge an album on. Are the songs good? Doesn't matter about any of that other rubbish, right? Who cares? Do the songs still stand up, right? And I genuinely think that the songs on this album, there is not a bad song on this album. You know, 
I even like all around the world, and I, 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 yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I love, I yeah. love the preposterousness of it all. The video yeah. was so over the top. The fact it's nine minutes long, <laughs> and then you get the three-minute reprise at the <laughs> end as well. <laughs> no. It's a song that doesn't need to be nine minutes no, long. I, I, no, no, no. It? Yeah, it's got like, it's got like, it's got like three key changes in it. You know, but you yeah. know that side. You know, do you know what I mean? Is is it's like the quintessential Oasis song as far as I'm concerned. I love you, you know what I mean. Stand by me is brilliant, but yeah, again, it's the album tracks, the title track, "Be Here Now," brilliant. I hope, I think, I know. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but f- for me, the best song on the album is "It's Getting it, It's Getting Better, Man." I think that's just yeah, it's no, so so yeah. good. Yeah, a real so, good rocker. Yeah, a yeah, real rocker. good rocker. You yeah, know, they, they yeah. do. But obviously, they, they, they're quite hard. You know, they always had quite a hard um, production, a loud production, which often sometimes put people off with the sound. But they, you wouldn't, couldn't really say Oasis were actually rockers, but no. that one is. It's a uh, yeah. And um, I've always, I've always liked it. I still do. Yeah. I mean, Liam has revisited quite a few of these yeah, songs in his solo he tours. Yeah, so I he think... he's got more. Fun for it then probably Noel has yeah no yeah Noel doesn't like it at all you know I mean he, um, I, I saw a documentary around the time it uh, when it, when that deluxe reissue came out of it a few yeah. years ago yeah, uh, yeah. and he, yeah he, he there's like massive blanks because he doesn't remember any of it he was just yeah, he was so and, uh, you know just well, fueled on this, this final version is the, the reissue version of it right, yeah 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 I mean it's say it's been remastered but I don't know what you could do to remaster some of this. Well, no, no, no. I think because um, Noel did like a remix of Do You Know What I Mean? And I like it. His yeah. remix of Do You Know What I Mean is really good. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Because he, apparently he was Final initially... has the original. Final yeah. Version. Apparently the initial idea was Noel was going to remaster the whole album. And he did that one right. song and he, and he was like, I can't be bothered to do the rest. It's too much. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He put I, I, like, uh, strings on it as everything, didn't he? No, they, they they were always on it apparently, but you just can't hear oh. it because of everything else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, nothing. Stuff on loads of the other tracks. Yeah, it's crazy because right? he didn't add anything to that song. It was all there. It was just buried under a hundred guitars. Ah, oh, jeez. They must have had like a mono. <laughs> what? Yeah. Somebody yeah. definitely won ear or something. It's just, it yeah. seems to be no separation at times. No, it's just bleeding. Like, yeah. But that's but that's another reason yeah, why I love it. I know what yeah. one final one final thing I would say on this. I think it's Liam's best vocal performance on this album. No, no, it's the he, best he ever sang. He's so, yeah, his voice no. is amazing on it. Yeah, absolutely amazing on it. Yeah, and I think um, it, it it does a little bit. His voice. I always thought. Go back to "Don't Believe you, the Truth." I always thought his voice sounded quite good on "Don't Believe the Truth" mm-hmm. as well, actually, mm-hmm. a bit better mm-hmm. than it had done in previously. Um, now I like "Be Here Now." As I say, it could "Be Here Now" could be anywhere for me between three and six. It just goes mm-hmm. like. <laughs> but I just felt at the time I was like, oh, I had a flick through. I was like, yeah, I think I prefer yeah. that at the moment. But um, yeah. I'm always a "Be Here Now" defender. Yeah. I've heard it. Well, I've listen to it loads of times it was the yeah. one i went to because because it had songs that weren't so overplayed on it yeah exactly that's the thing that's the um, thing it's yeah, yeah um yeah. and yeah and it really 1997 was almost the wrong year to release it they should yeah. have either released another album in 96 yeah. when they'd done their worth they were at their absolute peak and yeah. i know they should have either released an album then or waited and released one in 98 yeah yeah 
it should have been either or. They yeah. either followed Morning Glory up quickly when they were absolute peak. Yeah. Or waited another year. Another year. And, yeah. And had a three year gap. Mm-hmm. And then here we are, we're back. It, yeah. Either or, I think. 97, and it wasn't necessarily their fault. I think it was just circumstances. Other albums coming out. 97 yeah. was an incredibly strong year for albums it was. as it was, well. Yeah. It was. You go look at the best albums at the Brits, and it's like yeah, it's crazy, God, isn't it? Who yeah, won it's this? crazy. I oh, know it's you crazy. Know? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, you know, Urban Hymns won it over OK Computer. I mean, yeah, I know. You know, it's, it's so it's um it's a, it's a difficult one to be here now, but I've always been a I've always been a defender of it. And you had it at your number three, three. So my number three is. Heathen chemistry. Ah, okay. So, okay. my number four was the supplier. My number three was Heathen chemistry. Once again, this has gone up and down. I think yeah. it's one of the most underrated Oasis albums, which didn't get very good reviews at the time. No, it didn't. No. I, love, I love this album. Oh, it's a great. <laughs> it's a fantastic. Be to the sounding Oasis album. Yeah. But yeah. I love all the hits off it. There's five hits off this, and I like yeah. all five. Yeah, I, all I love She Is Love. Yeah, yeah. I right. love the last two tracks. The last two tracks written by Liam, Born yep. in a Different Cloud, Better Man's a great yeah, close, closing, yeah. closer of the album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the way that the first three tracks are all sort of harder songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then we go into a little bit more, more slightly more, probably more acoustic-y than Oasis have ever been on an album. Stop yeah. crying your heart out, which is which has since now become a bit of an Oasis classic. It wasn't necessarily at the time. No, not but the time. But that's had reaction. No. Yeah. Um, Songbird, little by little, which was played a lot on the radio, actually. Yeah. Obviously, a, a quick peep is a bit is a bit you know just a little instrumental. Probably yeah. all in the mind is probably the weakest track on it. But uh, yeah. Um, she's love. I really like Born in a Different Cloud. I really like very George Harrison. Born in a Different yeah, Cloud. Yeah. Best Man is a really good ending of an album. I think this is consistently good album. Yeah. I like the way that yeah. Noel sings three songs on it, but yeah. it's, but so here is Liam's voices because they're so different. Really complement each other on this album, mm. probably yeah. more than they've ever done. Because yeah. understanding the Soldier of Giants, they strangely put the two Noel tracks together. Yeah, um, yeah, well, yeah, strange. They do that on Dig Out Your Soul, actually. There's two old tracks together. Yes. But I think this, this and I don't believe the truth work in the way that they've got them complementing each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, when the Hindu Times came out, I thought it was a brilliant song. I yeah. absolutely it's wonderful. It. It's and, wonderful. And the B side, Just Getting Older, yeah. is one of my absolute underrated gems of a. Yep. Of a so I love just getting older, mm, and mm. I sometimes think, oh, it was such a shame just getting old. Just getting old is not the last track. I know Better Man's a good last track, mm-hmm. but that would be a real lovely last track. It's not. Mm. A, it's quite a short album. It is. It is a short um, album. Yeah. This is one of those annoying vinyls where they put it on two records. You have to play it at forty-five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it easily fit on one record. Yeah. No problem. I know. But I know. Um, that's why it's three because I, I i i played this to death when it came out more than i played yeah. standing on the shoulder of giants i think i went to see them live for the very first time with you with your yes. good self yes we did park. Finsbury park and that was the first time i've been to see them yeah um yeah. we stayed out of Debworth, but um mm. 
Yeah, uh, but you had it at number. Um, hang on, let's just get me this back up again. Where are we? Uh, uh number four. Sorry, number four. I don't number four. No, we've actually quite fairly close on this one. Probably yeah. the closest we've been so far. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, here the chemistry. Um, it's just a really, really, I. It's it's so consistent. I think you know, like you said, yeah. I think there's there's one song on it that's not great. That's yeah, it's probably all in my mind. Yeah, and a quick you know, peep. Yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. It's just an instrumental, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's stuck. It's yeah, Hindu times, the most Rolling Stones song they ever wrote. Yeah, it's so yeah, like it's like yeah. it's, it's their it's their version of Street Fighting Man. You know, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's and, great. I, I love I love the way it goes straight to Force of Nature. Yeah. No, yeah. no track. It's such a good song. Yeah. Uh, hung in a bad place. I'm. Pr- um, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was a yeah Gamarch song. It sounds like yeah. a heavy stereo song. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Stop. Cor- stop crying your heart out. I know it'll. It all. It'll always remind me of when England got kicked out on penalties. <laughs> you know. Yes, oh. you know yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. Frank Lampard crying and stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah. You know. So- Songbird. It's 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 like two minutes long. It's wonderful. Yeah. No. Yeah. Little, little, I was surprised, and I was pleasantly surprised when they released that as a single. Yes. As well. No. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Um. Uh. You know. Um. Little by little, it's great. Overplayed now, but it's a really yeah. good song. Yeah. But yeah, the, the way the album ends, "Born on a Different Crowd" and "Better Man," considering yeah. you know the only Liam song we'd heard before this album was "Little James." <laughs> James, the yeah, leap up yeah. in quality with his songwriting on this album, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I remember looking, look, yeah. looking at the, at the songwriting credits. You know, when I first bought the album, I was like, "This is a Liam song. This is really good. This is really good." Yeah, you know? no, they're, I was, they're you know, great, gen- they're great songs. I mean, it, I, it, I, I was hoping Better Man would be a single. I thought it was that. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Um, it, but it's. It's just it's a really consistent album, but unlike "Don't Believe the Truth of Me," I just there's just I don't know. There's for me this was the last time there was that Oasis magic for me. Yeah. Just there was just something there was a real Oasis magic. And the songs were so good, and, we, and yeah. when we saw them that year at Finsbury Park, it was it was yeah. brilliant. It, it yeah. genuinely felt like since Morning Glory. It was the first time that I felt that Oasis were back and they were cool yeah. again. It, it was, yeah, it was, all right. it was, it was okay to be an Oasis fan again. Yeah. You know, people what, what, who what goes around, yeah, yeah, people who had taken back their be here now and hadn't yeah. bought Standing on the Shoulder of Giants. They bought this. They bought, they bought, they bought, they bought yeah, this one. Did. Yeah, yeah, they did. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I, I was, I, I love this album. I think it was one of those albums. The first time I, I heard it, I liked it. Yeah, oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's so instant. Uh, it's so instant. It's wonderful. It's a, it is a wonderful and, album. And it's also, funny enough, it's probably, if somebody wasn't an Oasis fan, you, you could put this album on and yeah. hope it's got a bit, it's a bit more. I think they'd enjoy bit, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, agree. Yeah, I'd um, agree with that. Agree so that was that. my number number three um, and your number four. Four, correct. Your number two now. My number two... I think I know it's going to be. Oh, uh, <laughs> <Go on>. <laughs> num- <laughs> the tension's killing you. Okay, my number yeah. two, and for reasons which will become clear, and I will explain the madness of it, but my number two Oasis record is definitely Maybe. What? No, I didn't expect that at all, actually. 
And <laughs> funny enough, you and I, um, wow. So you, you and I, I've got you've got me completely confused. You and I are agreed for number two. <laughs> <laughs> the number yeah. two definitely made. So yep. Um, yep. now I've always, and I'm going to confess, I love this album, but I'm going to be negative straight away. My I think it's slightly overrated. <laughs> wow, and the reason okay. why that wow. is, this is great, don't get me wrong, this is a brilliant album. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think it's a little bit samey. <laughs> and I always have. I yeah. always have. As I said, I had this, I had Part Life, I preferred Part Life. Um, I think it's a shame Sad Song's not on the CD because I think that would mm. split it up nicely with an old track. Yeah. Never want to know why they didn't bother putting it on the CD. Mm. Um, um, but, um, I mean, look, you look at this, though. Rock and Roll Star, Live mm. Forever, Up in the Sky is a great song. Yeah, Columbia is a great song. Yeah. Supersonic, yeah. Cigarettes and Alcohol, Slide Away. I mean, Shaker Maker is a strange. I never much liked Shaker, but strange single to release. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sicily is brilliant. Not, uh, Liam's voice sounds so different on this. Massively. On some of these songs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Higher. yeah. Um, even yeah. over Morning Glory, great cover. No, I mean, it's an absolutely brilliant album. And what what this did, it just revitalised the British music scene in night. Hugely, yeah. You... Guitar, proper guitar bands. I think. Um, Park Life was the was the step. This was mm. the this was the leap. This is what it needed. Yeah. It needed because yeah. Blur did use electronics and synthesizers mm-hmm. and bits and bobs. Yeah. This was all guitar, basically, and yeah. and yeah. Yeah. And also appealing to people who are a bit older as well. It's yeah. always important yeah. to, to have a crossover. It's not just the kids buying it. Nope. So I knew some people. My dad didn't, but I knew yeah. some kids whose dad, whose dad loved Oasis as well. Yeah, yeah, because it reminded him of the Who and stuff like that, and the Beatles, and yeah, of course. Not my dad; he hated them. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't like. He always thought the production was rubbish, didn't he? I remember him saying that to me. He's like, "That production's terrible." Man. My dad loves good sound quality. Yeah. So yeah. he uh, he hated the noise. He hated that it all sounded the wall of sound effect i see where he's getting i see where he's coming from but in my respect is what with the oasis under all that the songs and the melodies Mm -hmm. undeniable it's undeniable some real hardcore heavy metal bands or grunge metal bands where there's not often not much melody it is just for some people just noise and if if you like that great oasis are different it has the melody, it has the songs, just under, not all of their tracks, obviously, but under quite a heavy production yeah. sound of the guitar. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, but yeah, so number two for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's not much I you can say about it. I know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it, you know, it's the eternal question. Try and find something new to say about definitely maybe that has not no. been said before, you know. I mean, for, for me, right, okay, the one thing I will say, right, the reason it's my number two and not my number one is because um, if they put, if they'd swap Diggsy's Dinner for Fade Away, <laughs> right, yep. Um, yep. it would be my number one album. It's the fact that Diggsy's Dinner is rubbish. What about That's, Married with Children? I always, I, a lot of big fans no, I, I, I love like it. 
yeah i love married with children you know um yeah. i love i love the innocence of it i love how it's like you listen the way liam sings married with children it, his voice is so high and like the thing was yeah, yeah. you watched, like um the high bits in live forever that's liam singing that it was only later that noel used to sing I, the high bits noel yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought it was no. No, early do you on think it's, it's a shame that sad, Do you think it's a shame sad songs not on the CD? Uh, no, no. I like. I, I love. I love the way that it's just. It's pounds. It's. It's just noise. Brick wall. Wall of noise. Yeah. There's no. There's no breakup until the last song. Yeah. That's what I love. Which is almost like a little. It's almost like a little epilogue. Yeah, a little coda. Yeah. It little always coda. feels like. Slide, it always feels like slide away is the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Track. Yeah, yeah. And then. Yeah. Yeah. stuck on married with children yeah um you know um, liam's been doing sad song yeah unplugged he's unplugged yeah he did yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but um yeah no it's an album it's a great album so yeah. i well you're number one then gareth which i think i know what it's gonna be it's the master plan it's the master plan it's my number four it was yeah. my number three, four, wow. three, four, okay. six. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is not treated as a proper album. Um, yeah. I mean, if whenever I do an Oasis listen along, I treat it as the fourth album. Basically. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I do. It is. A, it's. It's an album because it works as an album. That's the thing. Yeah. It's not just. It's not just a collection of B sides. It's an amazing album, and it shows you how good Noel's songs yeah. were in that period. It's crazy. Crazy. I mean, to start with Acquiesce, I know. And with the master plan, I know. And then you've I know. got Talk Tonight, um, you've got Listen Up, Rocking yeah. Chair, yeah. Half the World Away. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good I to mean, be free. Yeah. I probably would have swapped Round Our Way for the Swamp Song. Uh, yeah, that's it's crazy that Round Our Way isn't on there, which is, you know, it's and one of the. The other one I like, which was originally on Morning Glory, was Step Out. Yeah, Step Out. Brilliant. Yeah, wonderful song. Uh, I know he doesn't pay, he hasn't put that out an album due to the fact he has to give credit to Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder, yeah, because <laughs> it does rip off <laughs> yeah. Um, Uptight. And it, it, yeah, it was originally, because I, I remember reading the, um, the initial Morning Glory album reviews before it came out. And they were going on about this song called Step Out and how it rips off Stevie Wonder. It sounds like Stevie Wonder and it sounded like a Thin Lizzy song as well called Rosalie. Um, and then the, I bought the album and I was like, what's well, not on it? I thought Step Out was going to be on it, you know? And, and then, I, then I read the whole, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a shame it's not on it in I know. some respects. It's wonderful. It's um, a great song. It's a great song. But no, I mean, this is, I mean, stay, I mean, the, the most recent one on here was Going Nowhere, which was, I think, the B-side of Stand By Me, was it? Correct. Going Nowhere, yes. was it? Yeah, well, Stand that's By Me. That's a great yeah. song. It's a great song. It's a great, that's a great song as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so consistently good. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I say, they even managed, they even have ones left off this. I know, that's the crazy thing. You know, you could do a master plan too, and it would it would yeah. be yeah, almost yeah. as good, you know. Yeah, I mean, they, they sort of, as they... As the noughties went on and B sides and C D singles weren't so popular, there wasn't they didn't do so many good B sides. No, no. Um no. I don't th- I think uh, I think Dig Out Your Soul literally has only one um original B side. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, they started yeah, doing covers just, more. Yeah, the, you know and, and the, remix they did remixes on the singles. Yes, they uh, did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but um Don't Believe the Truth had a couple of quite good B sides. Mm. Um and I mm-hmm. think the 
definitely he's in chemistry. He has some good B-sides. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Just getting older. Ida's Dream. Thank yeah. You for the Good Times, which Andy Bell wrote. Yes. Yeah, They're song. all pretty good songs. They're yeah. all pretty good songs. For me, the, the peak of it, though, was I remember going to buy the, the some might say, single, you know, when that came out, uh, was it April 95? Yeah. And, you know, the B-sides yeah. of some, it was, you know, buying that single, and it was, some might say, straight into Acquiesce, straight yeah. into Talk Tonight, and then Head Shrinker. And I was just, I was like, these are yeah. beat up. Even at the time, I was like, I, I was like, I mean, Acquiesce, is my favourite Oasis song. It always was and it always will yeah. be. And at the time, I was like, that should be the A-side. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it was crazy. It was crazy at the time. Well, that, you know. I mean, and I also just think, well, what you could have done is you could have had two singles, separate singles out that year in the lead-up yeah. to... And you probably had more... Oasis could have had about four or five more number one singles Easily. if they'd released some standalone singles in that yeah. period where they were popular yeah. of their B-side. Of the b I know, you know, round our way, round our way in the master plan. Is I, know, master, I know, I know, <laughs> you know, um, master plan. What, you know, it was that whole thing of like, you know, Alan McGee saying, well, this is too good for a B side. And Noel's like, yeah, but I don't write bad songs, you know? And he was like, it's, it's just crazy. That's just tucked away at the end of a single. Yeah. But I also I mean, love could... it. But I also love it for that, that, you know, yeah, at the yeah. time, you know, these songs were tucked away. They weren't on albums and stuff. It's great. No. But I always treat I always treat this as an album. This is mm. this is the live album and um, their first best of album. The only three releases that didn't get to number one in the album yeah. charts. Yep. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, this is it's an amazing it's an amazing album. It, is, it, it feels it like an album. It feels like Mate, an album, and I always I treat this the fourth album. Basically, I, I was. I was well for obvious reasons. I was very happy when, in your initial conversation, we were like, "We'll, we'll include the master plan." I was like, "Thank you." Because I've seen some, I've seen some rankings on YouTube, and people don't yeah. include it. Yeah, and you should do. I think you should, you should do because um, if you go, for, it's not like if you if you put in stop the clocks and time flies. Yeah. That's different because all those tracks are already they're on the other available. That's it. They're previously available songs. So yeah. Um, so, yeah. but they were. An amazing B-side band. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right, so your number, that was your number one. My number one. So obviously, as you know, my number one. Never heard of it. this one. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is my second favourite album of all time. Okay. Um, and I absolutely adore this album. Absolute bits. I I listened to it when they when they were saying um, last year when it, everyone was going oh it's twenty five years old yeah, yeah. Uh, that weekend I did listen to it again yeah I, I did still, as well but I mean, for the first time in a long time yeah. I prefer listening to the CD version one because I'm not quite sure why this is a double album and it's annoying you have to keep turning over and two Bonehead Bank Holiday spoils it <laughs> rubbish rubbish absolutely rubbish um, so I prefer listening to the CD of then this this is the remastered one from uh, 2014 funny enough. Okay. Um, but um i oh well it's not as you say not much you can say about this um i love this over definitely maybe because of it's a little bit more eclectic you've got the acoustic tracks there i love cast no shadow um I, i've always loved don't look back in anger oh god yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. champagne supernova um 
I mean, I think I like every single track on this. Probably the worst track on this is probably Hey Now. And when I listen to it, because it's probably the one I've listened to, song I've listened to the least on it, yeah. I still always enjoy it. Um, yeah. I think it flows really well as an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just caught that mood so yeah. well. Yeah. And Bill, they did the right, they did the right thing. What a lot of people don't do, they released their second album very quickly after very quickly yeah it was just over a year afterwards yeah people who don't do that risk risk people forgetting yeah. about them mm-hmm. there's many artists who had a massive first album mm-hmm. that their second album not necessarily bands but mm-hmm. their second album does not do nearly as well nope. some people manage to do it mm. but some people don't if you don't follow it up within one or two years you are yeah. risking it yeah big time um, and they about what was it october this came out 95 so 12 13 yep. months later yep. right everything about what they did was right they sort yeah, of definitely maybe did well initially yeah. sort of went down whatever they brought out a single christmas 94 yeah. so that yeah. brought up interest again definitely maybe went back up the charts yeah. stayed hung in the top 10 some yeah. might say was released was it March? Uh, yeah, my, it was. That was it. They had a single every three months. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. well early, yeah. they released "Roll with It" quite a bit before they released this. Yeah, they, that was everything yeah. schedule for those first two albums. I think worked, mm. kept that interest up, kept that momentum up, yeah. and I think for this album, it's such a crossover album because it is much mm. more eclectic, definitely maybe, and that's why it's my number one. I absolutely love it. Mm. Now you're probably going to say because everything's overplayed. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You took, you took the words right out of my mouth, mate. I mean, that, you know, you know, if I was, you know, that's the reason why it's it's at number five for me. Um, you know, you can't. It's it's uh, you know the songs are undeniable. You can you can, all you need to do is put the album on and you can immediately realise why it sold that many tens of millions of copies. It's yeah, undeniable. Yeah. yeah. The songs are incredible. But they just are, you know. Um, the way I love the way it comes out of slamming out of the gates with "Hello." It's a brilliant opener, even though you know it's got the Gary Glitter lyrics. Mm. Um, you know, forget about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, anyway. um, um, you know, um, I'm sure they regret it now at all. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think you know the way the album kind of the light, you know, "Morning Glory," the title track into "Champagne Supernova" is is incredible. I I never liked She's Electric. I always thought She's Electric was rubbish. Never liked I think it. I, understand. Yeah, I think uh, that's one of the weakest songs. Um, played on the radio loads. Yeah, loads. I know. You know, I remember at the time thinking it's, this is probably going to be the fifth single. You know, because yeah. it was that big. You know, and yeah. I've ne- I've never been a huge fan of Cast No Shadow. I don't know why. You know, I think it's because it just repeats itself twice. You know, you know, you know. Uh, I always liked Hey Now. You know, it's the forgotten song from the album. You know, uh, yep. I love I love the little segues with the Swamp Song stuff. Yep. I think that's brilliantly yep, done. Yep. Um, you know, I love the fact that it goes. You know, those opening four songs. Hello, roll with it. Wonderwall, don't look back in anger. Yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I remember. I remember skiving off my lectures at college to go and buy it. On the day it came out, yeah. uh, I got caught sneaking back in back into college by my teacher. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Got you know, he took me in his office and it was like, so what? Why weren't you at the lecture? 
I, I remember literally I took I took the Morning Glory CD out of my bag. I was like, because I was going to buy this. I was like, I'm not going to lie, you know. And I think he actually quite respected <laughs> that, you know. Well, um, and I always tell the truth. They respect it more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I was like, you know, because I was going to buy the Oasis album, mate. You know. Um, and it was, you know, it was undeniable. Because we were allowed, we were, um, I went down at lunchtime because I was in the sixth form at, yeah. at, uh, at school in Hunter, yeah. And I went down at lunchtime with a couple of other people. And literally, I've never seen anything like this before or since. Literally, I was in a queue in Woolworths and everybody yeah. in that queue of five or six yeah. people yeah. were buying yeah. a story. Yeah, story. I know, it's crazy. I've never seen that before or since and i think it's one of those albums as well where and this is very unusual as well where album tracks are just as well known as singles yeah especially uh, with never, happened to, never happened to really oasis again that um yeah. where b-sides were being played on the radio album yeah. tracks were played on the radio it felt like there's more singles on this came out than there actually is yeah if you went if you ask somebody on the street oh what singles what songs of this actually came out of singles they probably would also say oh yeah she's electric morning glory champagne supernova you know you know how michael jackson used to release eight or nine singles off one album you'd give the same thing happen with this yeah yeah, it could have been i mean this was like this was like the indie thriller you know or the indie bad there could have been you know genuinely like yeah. eight or nine singles could have come off it. Yeah, yeah. I know they released Champagne Supernova and A Morning Glory in America, but they could have easily yeah. been hits in this country yeah, as well, they, easily. That, and they could have done. In 96, they could have released more singles off this and they would have probably oh. got to number one. I was always surprised that they didn't, to be honest. Yeah, you know? I mean, after, because uh, Don't Look Back in Anger was released quite early in 96 as a single. Yeah, and February the time, middle yeah. of 96, middle of 96, end of 96 was crying out for a single. It Absolutely. was, especially because I, I, I saw them in the summer of 96. I went to the main road gigs in April. Yeah. Um, and it was, um, and I was always surprised, obviously, with Nabworth in the summer that they didn't release a fifth single, you know, yeah. Champagne Supernova for Nebworth. You know, I was I was so surprised, but but, but to I be honest, they they were so big that people yeah. were buying the albums anyway. Yeah, I suppose yeah, they yeah. didn't re- need to release another single to keep in the public eye because they were that big. But also, their singles were still selling. If you look they how were. long they were in the charts, it's not like downloads yeah. or no, streaming where you can stream a song nope. and it'll stay nope. there for ages. Nope. The singles were still selling because people were buying the singles to get to the B sides. Yeah, exactly. Creating other albums, you know, yeah. your own now. You know, if you've yep. got got yep. three or four B sides, I think they were doing like some places were doing a deal, but three of the three singles, yeah, three yeah, yeah. Of ten or something. Ten pounds. You could yeah, almost yeah. Then, yeah. If you were if you bought it right, you could almost add yourself a nine new tracks from doing yeah, that. You exactly. Know, um, it's so true. So true. But I mean, I know at Nebworth they did perform a couple of songs from "Be Here Now," didn't they? They they did. It's getting better, man, and the title track "Be Here Now." Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's just, it's just they could have. I mean, they could have recorded one of them and got that out there quite early in '96, yeah. couldn't they? And, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's our ranking. Um, oh yeah, why did so why just very quickly? Why didn't you have it so high then? Is it just because? You were a bit, you were a bit burnt out on it, or? Um, yeah, Maybe. I think it's just it was simply a case of I I rinsed that album to death at the time, you know, and I can quite happily, you know, 
if I go through the rest of my life not hearing Wonderwall and Don't Look Back in Anger again, I'm fine with that. But, you know, um, it's it, yeah, it's, it's a simple case of I played it too much. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I mean, and, and, and from, admittedly, me, as I said, as I said earlier, then if I go to an Oasis album, I tend to go to ones that I haven't heard so much, like Be yeah. Here Now, yeah, Pick so. Up Your Soul, yeah. Yeah, Standing same. on the Shoulder of Giants, yeah. just because, same. just because, not necessarily they're my favourite ones, but just because it's it's hearing a different one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, so very quickly, why don't you run down your Oasis Top 8? Okay, so my Oasis Top 8, um, it was Dig Out Your Soul, then Don't Believe the Truth, then yeah. Standing on the Shoulder of Giants, What's the Story, Morning Glory, Heathen Chemistry, Be Here Now, Definitely Maybe, and my all-time favourite Oasis album is The Master Plan. Plan. So mine is uh, Standing on the Shoulder of Giants, Dig Out Your Soul, Be Here Now, Don't Believe the Truth, The Master Plan, Heathen Chemistry, Definitely Maybe, Morning Glory. And then in the next couple of years, I'll probably listen to these again. That'll all change. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, it, yeah. it will change next weekend. Yeah, if I did yeah, this right <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would. You go, oh, what have I yeah. done? What have I put that so low? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so... Thank you very much for listening. This is Music and Film Saves the World podcast, another Mammoth One Blur versus Oasis podcast. I um, hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you again soon. Thank you, Gareth, for joining me. We'll see you all again soon. Cheers, Chris. Bye-bye.